some dairy crit. Uh, we're back. Back, back, back again. What up, podcast people? Um, I'm Jared. I'm Lauren. And welcome back to Scary Crit. So we could talk about horror movies and black people and You're, people. And exactly. You already know what it is because we black. Okay. But okay. So, um, well, we've, we've been, been up on, to. You know, it's been a while. It has. It has been a little while, you know. Um, but, but we're back. Um, I'm happy to be back. We've watched some movies for y'all. So, and we're just what ready to other talk movies about. have you? So, besides the movie we're about to talk about right now, right? Like, what else have you been watching? Because I mean, I saw the new Mortal Kombat, which yes, was a lot. It was fun. It, it was, was fun. It was fun. It was fun. But it just it it wasn't given what needed to be gave. But you know, it was fun. It was. Can I say it was, an out of? I'll say an out of context Mortal Kombat question. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. you, you, if you haven't seen it, it won't ruin it. Oh, okay. If you haven't so seen it, you will understand. Okay, hit me. What's up? How did they dry out the gym? Look, okay. Look, I don't even want to. What? How? Like? Why do we even have to go there? <laughs> See, now you're making me think about all the illogical moments of this movie, and I'm getting upset. I'm getting upset. How does your dad come back in a portal in this this armor and y'all aren't going crazy or like what y'all are just like, oh hey dad, nice, nice, nice chest plate or or nice cost like like this is just a regular occurrence for y'all. Maybe it was. Uh, this ain't the Incredibles. Anyway. <laughs> um yeah, I saw Mortal Kombat. Um, I think did Godzilla versus Kong come out while we were on sabbatical? I th- maybe I watched Cause, it while we were on sabbatical because I saw that too. Um, dang, Mel, what else came out? What else? I... What else? What else? What else? What else? I watched movies that were out for a while that I've never watched before. So I watched that thing with uh, Andy Samberg about the vacation thing on hulu the rental no no that's not oh you know what you know what i just watched one bedroom is that is that on netflix yeah it was terrible it it just looks like it was bad it was so bad (laughs) it It just looks like it's gonna be like i don't think i don't like this you ever start something and then you know it's bad but you've already committed 20 minutes of your life so you have to finish it Oh my God! I just uh, uh-uh. I it didn't appeal to me. I oh, Invincible, Amazon Prime. I did watch and finish that. Did you watch that? It's really good. It was uh, that last the season finale was a lot. The season finale was a lot. I started Jujutsu Kaisen. Is that the one with the hand? What do you mean the hand? No. No. No, that's not. No, that's no, that's not right. But I don't know. What is that one? Uh, uh, a teenager is possessed by, by a, a demon. Yes, yes. And yeah. they have to go and stop curses and stuff. Yes, yeah. What is it in his hand though, or something? No, it's not in his hand. 
why am I, why? No, I'm not thinking about Parasite the Maxim. I don't know why I'm thinking about a hand, but my brother told me about that show and I did see the, the pilot. Um, but I haven't watched anything beyond that because I'm just a terrible person. I just need to get caught up on that. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of um, Mario Kart 8 uh, Deluxe. My 13-year-old and- sister just finished uh, The Last of Us 2 and had a whole emotional breakdown. <laughs> Say nothing to me because I am still on The Last of Us. I am I'm really close to the, the Yellow Bridge. I'm almost there. But that game, like the the difficulty level has been amped up. I get, I'm very anxious. Um, There are. I'm going to submit a formal petition to the internet for you to start a Twitch. I feel like if I get 50 signatures, you should just start one. You did this. You, you, you've, you've been on this before. But I haven't made an actual like petition.org petition. I would. I'm going to make one. I, I'm going to have to implore you to not do that and, and not get the internet on your side with this because the I just... The internet is already on my side. I just need them <laughs> to formally announce it no. so that you feel pressured to do this. No. <laughs> do you want to see me doing it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I need to... Yeah, The Last of Us is... I'm still on the first one. Um, but yeah, that's been good. Um, yeah. So... Um, what was I think? That's what we've been doing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what we've been doing. But yeah, uh, well, uh, let's. We should open up the Necronomicon. It's been quite a little while. It's extra dusty. Extra oh god, dusty. Get the feather duster. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> um, I watched uh, with a friend uh, for the first time. Uh, Death becomes her. For the first time. For the yes. Because I am, I am um, uncultured swine. Um, I just, I love Meryl Streep, and I just had never. I just, mm, I, mm, I'm so sorry. I never, I never partook in that film uh, when I was growing well, can up. Can we talk about that next? Like, yes, okay, we can. Yeah, we can. You never watched that? Oh my god! It was really good. It, it had me gagged. It really did. I was like, it was so. That- did you see the Carpenter Queens talked about one of my favorite movies ever? They just dropped a Serial Mom episode. I love that. Oh, I saw you comment. You're like, oh I love God. this movie. It's so good. <laughs> and nobody ever talks about it. So shout out to the Carpenter Queens. I love that movie. It's so good. Um, But yeah, shout out to the Carpenter Queens. I have not, uh, don't kill me. I have not seen Serial Mom, but I will, it's on my list now. Don't, don't, oh, see, I knew you were going to give me that face. I'm sorry. I I apologize. I, there's so much. Do you know who's in that movie? Oh my God. How have you not seen this? I, I just, I, there's a, I mean, if, if. You, I just said I have never seen Death Becomes Her. I asked you the same question. How have you not seen this? I am but so like, sheltered. Got you. Is Kathleen Turner, John Waters, Matthew Lillard, and Ricky freaking Lake. There's Ma- Matthew Lillard? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm like, how have you never he seen must have been really young. Isn't Serial Mom from like... Oh, so this is two years before Scream. Yes. That is crazy. So good. So good. So good. So we'll probably have a double feature then. We'll do 
we'll do uh serial mom and death becomes her since they're both from like the 90s and they're like kind of like am i getting like am i getting camp from serial mom yes. yeah so they're both like yeah okay yeah we'll have to do that um you don't even understand oh that's funny God. it's amazing so we'll do that it's one not a single black person not near one of the movies but they're so good <laughs> we gotta start doing this to ourselves we have to stop we do Okay, but uh, Neganomicon blowing off the shelf, opening up. Um, well, first things first. Um, I I um I did a thing. Um, I um I I I masked up. I had my hand sanitizer, um, and I I took a trip to the theaters. <laughs> Dramatic gasp. Of course. Um, for the and I hadn't been since uh, the end of February last year. The last thing I had seen was uh, the Invisible Man, which was excellent. Um, but I, I ventured back to the theaters uh, to see Spiral. Um, it's you know horror movie, part of the Saw universe. Um, Samuel Jackson, uh, Chris Rock. So I saw it. Um, I I I did like it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, <laughs> Let, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. No, I'm not gonna let you finish because I know you. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but there was a lot of room for improvement. Mainly when it came to, for me, it was the pacing and also the predictability, um, and oh, and also some of the uh, the inventiveness too. Because with it being, you know, the 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 main culprit being a jigsaw copycat you could definitely see that it was a copycat and not the real jigsaw because those traps it was like they when they're first presented they seem like very like oh like oh my god but then when it actually happens and the follow-through is kind of like eh. it's kind of like um in an episode of sailor moon s um serena and rini because I just call them by their American names. Um, they both made cookies. Rini's came out terrible, but tasted amazing. And Serena's came out picture perfect, but tasted awful. I would say those traps, at first look, they look, oh my God. But then when it actually happens, just like, this was kind of not, I don't want to say pointless, but it was just like, this was very, like, this was very, like, anticlimactic. This was very, like, I'm, I was very whelmed. I was very whelmed by, uh, by a lot of the traps. Um, they were, they were inventive in presentation, but in execution, it was just like, the, the one, though, um, I will say the, because they don't really even have, they don't even really, I don't think that the traps had like names like they're like the ones in the original Saw series did. They were just traps, but I'll just call this one like the, the glass shrapnel trap. That one was, I did enjoy, that one was nice. That the presentation and the execution I think was good. Um, but a lot of them were just like, eh. and like I said, very predictable. I figured out who the perp was um, less than a third of the way through the movie. So yeah, um, Chris Rock did, he, he did a good job. It's just, for me, it's just, it's personally hard to see him 
in this genre because he's just so rooted in comedy that I just and don't get me wrong there was humor comedic elements he did bring that but I don't know he would just like some of the some of the acting and then like I don't know he would just make like this face and I'm just like this is not like I am I about to laugh right now and this is not funny I don't know but and also his his voice is a big one for me I just immediately associate that with comedy or mirth or just stuff. I don't know. Cause it threw me off when I saw the trailer for the witches for the first time, the one that came out last year yeah, and yeah. I heard his, Is that Chris Rock? right. And I heard his voice and I'm just like, and it jarred me because I'm like, when you think of the witches from like, say the nineties, um, I don't, you don't think of comedy really, especially when you think of like the, um, uh, the, the grand high witch who spoke you know all that but yeah having chris rock in there was just like but also that one was a lot more it had a lot more humor than the one from the 90s but for but yeah he did a good job samuel l jackson i think was underused i think he was really underused um is this a judas in the black messiah situation of who was the main character it definitely was not that. Uh, Chris Rock was again. No, no, Chris Rock was definitely main character. But I just think Samuel Jackson was just—he didn't. I, I don't know. I just feel like his character wasn't given. He, I feel like it was character was getting a a, a a wider berth, especially in the present day scenes rather than flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could have worked out better, because um, their relationship like they're kind of it's kind of strained um i wish maybe we could have explored that a little more but i mean there's only so much you can do in in like a 90 minute horror film but um but yeah it was it was it was uh it was entertaining i did enjoy it um but it was i would say in terms of the jigsaw uh, in terms of the saw franchise it is miles better than jigsaw was from like when that movie come out 2017 that sounds right but i don't i don't know yeah jigsaw came out 2017 um and yeah because nah jigsaw was no jigsaw was not it but this one was definitely more in line with what we're used to from the saw series and i think holds up pretty well um with it and especially with it being from like the book of saw so it's like it's not a it's not a direct sequel or anything like that but it's in the same universe i think it did a good job with you know that material um you know like john uh, john kramer's influence and all of that i do wish though that they made Chris Rock's character Zeke, if they had actually made him related to Detective Tap from the first Saw movie, who was played by um, D- uh, Danny Glover, I think that would have been better. And I think they had originally planned to do that, but they took it out because it would just, maybe they just thought it was too, maybe they just thought it was too much. Maybe they didn't want it to be that connected to those movies that but they wanted to exist in the same universe so they cut that line um i don't mel for you personally i don't think that you would vibe with the movie because there was a lot of instances where um it was very very on the nose what's happening more and more lately though i feel like that's a it was it, it was very i mean but i i when you but i got it like the whole the whole uh pig motif uh art uh did i say that is it motif, motif? or motif 
the whole pig motif uh, was very like I got it. It was very poetic, it, but it was very on the note. But I got it because it in with its how poetic it was and like what it meant, like the metaphor. I got that, but it was very on the nose in some instances. Um, I don't know. Yeah, the the first trap I think was good though. Like the opener, like those first uh, what the first like seven minutes or so, like the opener we got, that was good. Cause you know, Saw always opens up with the trap. The first trap was good. It was because the, the traps are like, they're, they're, they're giving, it's giving seven. Oh, what's in the box? It's giving seven. Like how, um, the killer in that movie was doing like the seven deadly sins on the mm-hmm, victims mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. this one. It was like connected to their traps are always connected to, um, some transgression or, or uh, crime or something bad that they had done in their uh, daily life. And now, you know, the trap is, all, you know, uh, there was this one thing where um, since she was like the, the head of the, of the um, department um, and stuff, she was going to, and like her, that was what was caught in the trap and like what she would have to injure in order to get you know all this stuff so it was it was it was it was all right it was all right um but i don't think it's gonna i don't think it's gonna be a box office darling i do hope that it will recoup its budget but i don't think it's gonna make any uh waves like uh any of the other um installments in the franchise did um but i do hope it recoups its budget um and yeah other than that um the previews that were shown beforehand, I think we have some good stuff coming. Um, I'm more interested in seeing Free Guy now with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, and and Jody Comer, who I did not realize was in that movie, but I had just got caught up on. Oh, I, I'm caught up on now. I'm killing Eve. I finally uh finished the season two and three. So I'm very I need season four like now. But yeah, Jody Comer's in that. But yeah, um, that's yeah that's that was spiral if y'all want to go see it you can but uh it just uh i'm just i really i really do wish they would not have made it so predictable yeah it that's just very because the one thing the one thing i loved about saw like love it like to the bones down is how it kept you guessing like each film it kept you guessing i love like i you would have no clue that was amanda who was um who was sabotaging the traps making them um inescapable like that reveal iconic but anyway we need to move on okay well uh let's get started um necronomicon is closed putting it back on the shelf um and let's all applaud jared for venturing out into the movies insert pop track here they uh you know there was sanitizer they have um they had wipes uh social distancing i love how they do it i think once um you book a seat or say if you come with a group of people um they social they block off um about two seats on each side of you but i think that increases the more that's in your party um so but and i also caught a matinee so it was it was not it was almost a ghost town there was only like probably like 15 or less people in that Mm -hmm. theater so it was fine and there was only one other person in my row um but i mean it'll be interesting to see how it will look when it's like a big movie 
um, when they get like sold out. But even then, still social distancing, so it'll, it probably won't be that packed. But I, I felt relatively safe. Um, I, I enjoyed myself. Where did you uh, go? Uh, Lincoln Square. Oh. You know, that's my theater girl. That hasn't changed. I'm so glad they, I'm so glad. <laughs> even, even though AMC was, you know, um, was uh you know shooting themselves in the foot for a little bit back there i'm glad they're still with us and they and they got things right because i would have really been crestfallen to lose lincoln square not crestfallen amc yeah crestfallen i love that word don't you crestfallen (laughs) like i also love melancholy i learned that word like uh third grade and i only remembered it because like melon (laughs) <laughs> Not because of melon, go away. melancholy, <laughs> melancholy, and it just and it means sad. But yeah, so um, yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, but okay. Uh, so let's this week's movie. This this week's movie, we're uh, taking it back to 2018, and we're going to talk about a little indie ditty. Um, by the name of Slice. Um, and of course, A24 would be all over this. I mean, I don't know. I have I have feelings about why A24 picked this up, but that's a conversation for later on in this episode. Okay, well, I want to hear your thoughts, but I was just like, this would be like, this is so on brand for them. It is. It is. I've seen the trailers and stuff for Slice around will- the time that it first came out. I wanted to see it because I was interested in the cast, like Zazy Beats. You got Chance the Rapper up in there. Also, I was spe- not inspired. Speaking of Chance, uh, Coloring Book had just turned five, I think, a couple days ago. Solid album. Solid album. <laughs> just wanted to say that. Um, I also, I appreciate that he put his real name in the credits and not Chancellor. I, I love his real name. I love that Chancellor. I love that. I just... It just, I don't know, it just, it, it, it just drips, like, esteem, like, like. So here's, here's the interesting thing, right? Because the, the writer-director of Slice is the, his name is um, Austin Vesley, and Austin is Chance's music video director. Oh. So. So he was on his belly stuff. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, like, they knew each other. They had worked together before. And you can clearly see that, because, like, you can see from some of the the visual choices that the director, like, I could tell watching it, they had done music videos before, yeah. Yeah. Um, (sighs) But all in all, Slice was fun. I think it was I think that the colors were done really well. I think that a lot of the framing was done really well. The the comedy was almost there for me. Like, I wish that, that he would have pushed it a little bit more. And then the plot was kind of meh. Just as an overall synopsis of how I feel about this movie. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't, it didn't grab me like was, I wanted wanted it to. There was too much going on. It was too yeah. much happening. Which like, which which made me think that after when it ended, when you find when we got to the credits, I was thinking like because what you said how you could tell that it was shot 
like that it had music video influence music videos are short form i was thinking this movie would have worked so much better i feel like if it wasn't a movie but maybe say like a a five or six episode um like limited series say and i think it would be perfect for netflix because i just feel like with every episode would have focused on one group of people but with but with everything going on, I feel like if we had more time to sit with these people and also the the mystery that is going on, I feel like it would have been more fleshed out because they threw in Black Rambo and then took him out like the si- Yeah. I was like, what the freak was he even there for? Because I mean, it was so cute, though. I was like, oh, my God, look at you being that's, a gangster, gangster. Right. That man has a smile like a gangster, gangster. I was going to say like a Cheshire cat. Like, I love that. Yeah, he. Selling drugs. <laughs> with, with a name like the Big Cheese. <laughs> I was like, this movie is something. But yeah, I was, I feel like it would have worked. This would have been a but great limited series. With uh, Stranger Things guy. Yeah, Joe Keery. Carrie. He was there for like five seconds and then just left. I'm like, why were you, what were you here for? Hannibal Burress didn't even have a speaking role, did he? I don't think so. But he was, but he was like, he was there for like, well, no, he spoke because he spoke in the diner. That's the only thing he said because, but he spoke. So, okay. For some, for, because we jumped right in it, let's backtrack for a little bit and give the people some more information. Right. So this movie is very like the world it's set in is one where, uh, the supernatural mingles, um, or is like directly adjacent with like the uh, uh, what with the, so uh, the living, the everyday life. And you know that in this universe, ghosts are real, werewolves are real, vampires are real, witches are real. Like all of these supernatural things just exist, and people are just like, oh yeah, this is just like life, right? So the plot. Perfect Pizza Place delivery man, Sean Hammerschmidt, who is played by writer-director Austin Vesley. Has I did throat- not know. Wow. That's him. Wow. Has his throat slit while making a delivery at the ghost town area of Kingfisher Town, where the town's 40,000 ghost citizens reside. So that is the first thing we see, right? Well, not, well, it, I, okay. So here's the thing. Let's start off with like the first little introduction. When you hear the voiceover, that's like this movie starts with a witch, a werewolf and a ghost. I was so excited. I I dug that. Oh, this is going to be like fun, like fun, fun. Like, like Jessica Fletcher is 20 years old running around in a ghost town fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had my expectations got so high. I was I was kind of expecting just a little bit of Halloween town tease. Yes. All of these things. I wanted the gang to come through and like solve the mystery. Yeah. So then we see Sean's throat get slit. And it was very, because, and then when the, because, so, okay, before we get into this, basically in the Kingfisher town, and I loved that moment. So Sean's throat gets slit. And then we cut to this like infomercial, basically. And it's the town. It was giving very much adult swim. Yes. Like uh, cuts in between the shows. Yeah. So this guy is basically walking around this really small town, telling us all of the history that we need to know to move through this film, right? So we're in a town called Kingfisher, and they have 
you know, act like I don't know. A, it's a really small town with a lot, with a couple thousand people, but they have forty thousand ghost inhabitants because <laughs> there was an asylum in the town that was one of those like um, what's what's nurse ratchet places sanatorium. Yeah, but it's like yeah. Nurse Ratchet where people like are dying all over the place and then they're doing like a mass burial situation. So all of the, the ghost town people, for some reason, everyone's spirit when you die is bound to this town. Mm-hmm. And where the mass grave is, they built a strip mall. <laughs> Capitalism. Then, man. And then the mayor to try to... um make the town a, a happy, peaceful place to live, basically redlined all the ghosts. And he built, or he, he there was like a block or so of abandoned houses and stuff. And yeah. he put, the mayor pushed all of the ghosts into that part of town and called it ghost town to kind of be like, okay, all of the living people exist here. All of the dead people exist there. It's, then- yeah, it's definitely giving, yeah, I said adult swim. It's definitely giving Tom goes to the mayor <laughs> in that aspect. <laughs> So then we we are introduced to the mayor, right? Giving a press conference about how Sean, like there was a pizza delivery boy whose throat was slit in ghost town and, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's also running for reelection. Of then course. We are introduced to the police officer, the detective, um, and the other detective guy and all of that. We're also. In- I was honestly just waiting for them to make out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was a lot. It was a weird interaction. Like you, you felt that you felt the tension, didn't you? It was a lot of tension. <laughs> no, it wasn't just me. <laughs> but anyway. So and yeah. then we move and we are introduced to the pizza restaurant and we find um Paul Shear, who is who is the owner of the pizza place mm-hmm. and the other inhabitants. I mean not inhabitants, pizza worker people. Yeah, Jack, uh Sadie, Heather, uh Scooter. I'm not not I'm sorry, not Sadie. Sadie's the reporter. Sadie's the reporter. Uh, but yeah, Heather. Yeah, Jack. Heather. Jack is the owner. Um, Heather, uh, Scooter, and uh, Joe. And Joe is <laughs> Joe was like the really <laughs> like dramatic like ghost there. The one that's like, we are all damned. Very damned. ominous. Yeah. Very like uh <laughs> <laughs> so and then before we are introduced, thank you for reminding me, before we introduce all these pizza people, we're introduced to our main character, uh the reporter Sadie. And then we meet um Stranger Things guy. Joe Curie. As Joe. Yeah. Oh so I was right it is Curie, not Carrie. There's but two so, E's not ours. What made me upset from the jump, right? Because looking at the trailer and looking at you know, the poster and everything. I think this movie is about Zazie and Chance. I, in my brain, those are the two main characters and like, that's who we're following. And they only had like two scenes together. And the fact that we are following around Sadie is Im- immediately pissed me off. False advertising. Yes, because, because she's not even on the. F- oh, she is on the poster. I don't care about that. Why are we centered around this white girl right now? You promised me a movie about this black woman, and here we are <laughs> following around this reporter. I was very upset about it. So, anyways, now we figure out where all who our players are and like what everybody's stakes are, right? Because Sadie is running around trying to get a story. Astrid, who is Zazie, used to date Sean, and that's why she's all emotionally invested because she wants to 
like get revenge avenge him whatever her stoner boyfriend chance the rapper is the the world's worst werewolf but is the werewolf in the little part about the witch the werewolf and the ghost so he's running around trying to like clear his name because everybody's like oh it's him oh it's him oh it's him so as we move through this space lots of people die (laughs) more than one pizza delivery person is almost beheaded which is so wrong they try to deliver like pizza come on and then we find out that there's like drugs involved called Uh, big cheese the cheese like a whole and i (laughs) I didn't understand because like the movie could have worked without that whole moment of her going to like the the fast and the furious that's why I'm saying, situation. why was he there? Because the movie would have been just fine without him. Yes. Okay. So the scene basically is, where was she working? She was working at a diner because that's why Hannibal. And the moment when she, the moment she saw that her boyfriend had died, she just barged out. She stormed out, so quit. she quit, and she went and she went back to the pizza place, her old job, to basically like she wasn't going to work there, but she basically went back to like kind of pretend Find like out. she was working, but um, use that as like the guise of like, I'm working here, but I'm going to go undercover to find out what happened to my man. And so then she takes the old job back. She pretends to go deliver pizzas and she does not deliver pizza. She goes to, like I said, this like fast and the furious Tokyo drift meetup. Underground, but above ground, you know. With all of the other fast food delivery workers in the I would see, and that's what I'm saying, like, I feel like if this was a series, we could have had a whole explanation of what is this crew? What is this function? Like, what about what? Give us like the, give us more information about the faction that is the cheese or the big cheese. Like, what is going on here? So then, but then I think we, I think. I don't think we needed that much of an explanation because I think it, it was kind of self-explanatory because but it was just Sean so dies and then the detectives find the drugs. In and the wasn't box. he still selling after he was a ghost? Yes, he was a dead <laughs> drug dealer. So she said, <laughs> she said, you still on this? He was like, eh. But so then you have to assume that all of the other fast food delivery workers who were there were there to re-up. Oh, they, yeah. Hang out. And so yeah. that's when <laughs> Black Rambo comes in as this like wackadoodle drug dealer named Big Cheese, <laughs> which um, he did a really good job of. Like I said, it was it was definitely the um, it was a smile for me because it just it can like I don't know the it because his character is just so like. I, I think he's able to be like that happy-go-lucky because he feels like he's untouchable. So Elon, yeah, because um, the big cheese, because he's this, this like the head drug dealer, like the boss, and he has like security and all this stuff, he just operates with like a swagger of in, like invincibility. So that gives him like this really, uh, th- this sprightly, um, very humorous attitude. And that's why I likened... Um, his smile to uh like the cheshire cat because you see he's like a very like a like a chaotic kind of happy like humor um but yeah he he, and he was only there for like what 10 minutes maybe less with her and then he got arrested by the police station 
and then after they found out what's going on blah blah blah. yeah because that's because apparently that was their favorite person to you know pin all this stuff on um i think this the plot needed him for like oh dykes lycander is back and it's him and blah 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 right but i just feel like i i wish he would have been he could have at least shown up in more scenes because i just felt like that was too uh, under uh, he was underused but for the little bit that he was in there uh his he his characterization was great like that was definitely a highlight of the film but also something that almost detracts from it because with how little he was featured i don't think he was really even necessary yeah none of that scene was none of it was necessary like if you take out the whole thing with the drugs it's still the same movie (laughs) see yeah so i'm saying it doesn't yeah so yeah if they yeah they could probably they could they could have cut that but then that would have made me sad because we wouldn't have been able to see black rambo but he was fun to see and honestly anytime i could see black rando i will just be there yeah, but yeah, that's Black Rambo is yeah, we, we so, love him over here in these streets. Um But so Ashton coming back to the pizza place, because so when when Sean died, the other two pizza place employees, Heather and Scooter, were like, We're not working anymore, screw this, we're out. Astrid comes back and they're like, Okay, no, we're fine, because Astrid's here, like we'll go back to work. So when Astrid was busy running around with big cheese, Scooter was out making deliveries and then he dies. He got got he got got. And then we see that that Chance the Rapper is on his little moped in the background, right? So it's setting us up to believe that he has something to do with it because he was there at every murder situation. Right. So then while all of this is going on, we also realize that there's this there's this like um like just social justice organization called <laughs> Justice for the 40,000, which is basically these white women who are like Oh, the the fact that they built like, th- that capitalism took over this town and they built the strip mall over all these people's graves is wrong. And the mayor needs to tear it down so that we could bury all of the people. Right. I knew from the gate that they were witches. I didn't. Because that whole like circle moment outside of the pizza shop and then the fact that that one lady with the short hair just kept popping up It was just very much like y'all are something is going on and you look like a coven. So turns out that they were. (laughs) And we find out that the coven and the mayor are in cahoots. The coven is trying to help the mayor, is giving the mayor money to get reelected as long as the mayor keeps holding news conferences to say that it's the ghosts who are committing all of these murders of all of these pizza people, right? Right. So then Sadie gets involved and tells the people at the pizza place all of this information because Sadie has figured out that there are witches and and all this other stuff. And then at the same time, we realize that Heather is a new inductee into this coven, right? So one of the pizza place employees is in on the murder conspiracy while at the same time, the reporter comes to the pizza place and says, this is what's happening. And through Sadie's research, we find out that the pizza place used to be a Chinese place. Yummy, yummy Chinese. And like 20 years ago, all of their delivery people were also murdered. And that is why Chance the Rapper's character is like wanted because they think that he did it and he disappeared and never came back. And also with Chance being a werewolf, that means he's like over... 
this many years old. So he's very, you know, they did. I think they said he's like 800 years. They said something. Yeah. But he's, yeah. He's also, and I'm going I'm to say this numerous times, the worst werewolf ever. Terrible. So awful. We'll get there. Ashid finds Sean. Sean is still like doing drugs and selling drugs and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, this is some bullshit. I went through all this hey. trouble to find you and to avenge you and you're still doing the same things. And then she gets stabbed and dies. <laughs> that was such a funny scene. Yes. That was very well done. Because they even used like that that sound effect, like that little like that little swipe sound effect yes. when they went down to her body and then back up to like her um her ghost. Her ghost form. And she I wrote it down too. She said um she said did I die? Man, that fucking sucks. And I'm just like, yep. this is funny. <laughs> so then... Like she like stubbed her toe or something. Yeah. <laughs> but so then Dax kidnaps Sadie to figure out what she knows. Which was the most pointless scene in the universe. Because who he should have been talking to was uh, Astrid. Yeah, I just feel... Yeah, like I said, if this movie had been a, a limited series, it could have worked out a but lot of those... It, even a limited series it just needed some editing it just needed some help like because austin was really out here trying to be spike lee you writing and directing and starring in your mood like you not everybody can do that baby and you needed some help oh you think he was stretched too thin i just think he needed some help he needed somebody to be like you know what austin he needs some milk really good idea but let me let me organize it for you let me help you let me help you be great it was all he needed because it was too much happening and, and it was out of order because so after Dax kidnaps Sadie and they're all on the same page and Sadie's like no these like justice for the 40,000 people are witches and you need to go do something about it and he's like no I'm not to murder and she's <laughs> like well that's stupid then we see that the mayor was like oh this isn't about a, this isn't the ghosts this is something else I'm so sorry that I like negatively impact the ghost community right then the witches are like well you're not helpful anymore and they kill him i just think that all of this happened too soon because i feel like if there is a undercover conspiracy to disrupt a community right there have to be more strings being pulled than just that one especially if it's a coven and i felt like it was just like oh yeah, here are these people and here are these murders and oh, there's a coven and oh, there's also a werewolf and oh, now he's like, it was just like too many things happening like and it didn't really flow together outside of what was happening in order. You know what I mean? I felt very much like bullet points of a story and not a story. Yeah. Why? Because what what I had in my, especially because there was that beautiful moment in the beginning when we were in Astrid's mm. room and it was all pink and red and she was like looking at the photos and like, I'm going to figure this out. So in my brain, I'm like, oh, okay, so what's going to happen is on her quest to find more information, she's going to cross paths with Sadie, who was also trying to find information. And then they're going to band together and like figure this out. And that is not what happened. <laughs> like I what we wanted was like Scooby Doo Mystery Gang. Yes. And what we got was a bunch of like uh, Hullabaloo. Uh, we had Hullabaloo. And That's howdy do, musty prawns and Timbuktu. 
It's very out there. <laughs> oh, please t- tell me you know where that's from. Please tell me y'all, you got that reference. Oh, no. No. What did you say? Hello, oh, my God. Howdy do and Timbuktu? No. What Hello, Baloo and Howdy. howdy- no, no, hullabaloo and how do you do? Musty prawns and Timbuktu. And then the last part was kick him in the dishpan, roo, roo, roo. Oh, that sounds familiar. Come on, come on. It's you. It's on tip of your tongue. You got it. I know what that is. You want me to tell you? No. Okay. <laughs> is it from Curse the Cowardly Dog? Yes. <laughs> when they were trying to get the demon in the mattress out of Muriel. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Which is one of the best episodes, by the way. Because when you when you grow up and you find out they're parodying um the exorcist, <laughs> like come on. Uh anyway, like I swear those shows are were so oh, ahead of their time. I didn't show uh, you my sticker. Oh goodness, these glasses. Ah, uh, who is that? Sailor of Mars. That's Mercury. Sailor Mercury. But why is half her face gone? What happened? Because she's dead. <laughs> because she's dead. Oh, no. Not Sailor Moon 2. Dang, girls. What y'all run into? A wood chipper? Oh, my God. She said, because she's dead. <laughs> We're all dead. I'm kidding. Let me stop. Okay. But so... Basically, to sum up the rest of what happens, um, we find out that the reason that the witches want to destroy the strip mall and specifically the pizza place is because the. Ooh, can I say this part? Yes. Is because taking a note from um, Poltergeist is because the um, site of the building happens to be on top of uh, a you know, ancient burial ground, which happens to be like the gateway to hell. So the witches are trying to open that gateway to bring back Satan. To bring back Satan and also to be able to control the ghosts is is my understanding because they want to like wreak havoc on the world or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was when it was revealed, you know, that they were witches, um, it caused the ghost to, um, like, hauntings, which are, I guess, like, you know, the ghost, uh, crimes the ghosts do, uh, went up in the city. And for, for me, it just looked like the ghosts are just scaring everyone. Yeah. Which was, <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the, the humor and, like, the camp in this movie, it, it was funny. It was, it, it worked, you know. Um, but the, uh, for me, I feel like the movie was missing a lot of, it was missing direction. That, Sense. but it was, it was missing like that. A reason. <laughs> that, it was missing like that oomph. Like when, cause like we keep saying we were expecting like Scooby-Doo. We were expecting Halloween town. Um, I was getting, and I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I was getting a lot of, um, what, oh, hold on. What did I say? It was giving because it's it's giving eighties. It's giving um, Ghostbusters. It was giving uh, what we do in the shadows. That's uh, what I mean. Why when I said it didn't go far enough. But it, and, and with all and with all of those um, references I just gave, it was that's what it was like giving. Not but far it enough. didn't exactly. It didn't. It, it it was giving that, but it didn't deliver it. It was like it was attempting. It was adjacent. 
Yes, but it wasn't there. Because you can't you can't give me Brady Bunch adjacent. You can't give me Scooby-Doo adjacent. You can't give me that 70s show adjacent. You can't give me Courage the Cowardly Dog adjacent. You either have to go there or you let or you leave it alone. And you have to right in the middle. You have to do it. Like Chloe and Hallie said, you have to do it. You have to go there. You have to go all the way there because with and with um the whole what we do in the shadows thing it gave me that because the way it's treating like the um supernatural is like this regular thing that the living in uh, the everyday life is living right alongside of um the fact that you know there was a wearable the fact that uh there were ghosts um i just that was the other thing that i think was wrong because i feel like in a world of supernatural if there are ghosts and werewolves, then theoretically there should be other beings. And where were they? Right. So there were there were ghosts, werewolves, and witches. But there was no there was no, there wasn't like a vampire walking around. Right. There so there should like be a like a whole walking around. Yeah. So there should be like a whole like we should have a bit more of if we're gonna do like a you know where's the horror community? Where's more of that? Like there's a ghost town. Is there like a werewolf village or you know? Um. So and. I think, and they said Chance was the only werewolf, though. Yes. In the, in the, in the, in, um. It's Kingfisher. Kingfisher. Yeah, Kingfisher. Um, so I felt like, yeah, if they did that, and then with, um, the, there was something else I was going to say, because. Let me get get to the end of the, of the plot, and then we can go back, because we haven't finished, like, what happened. Oh, we're basically just giving y'all, like, a, uh, like, basically, you know, the full synopsis of the movie like summary summary that's what we're giving you but continue but so the witches want to get the gates of hell open so the main witch i think her name was vera and heather show up at the pizza place to open the gates of hell um joe the guy who owns the pizza place is like no i'm just gonna blow it up and that just like didn't do what he thought it was gonna do because now he's dead and now the gates i thought of that was also up. funny it's like nice going. What's his name? The ghost that works at the pizza place is like, no, don't do that. <laughs> he you tried to tell him several times, did not listen. But so then they're dead. The gates of hell are like there for the taking. But now is like the big, like wild, wild west standoff. And Chance the Rapper comes through as a werewolf to fight Vera. Also, Astrid is there to fight the witch. They be fighting. And then Detective Bradley comes through and shoots Vera in the head. She's really anticlimactic. Then I think Heather that whole thing arrested, was, yeah. And then it basically ends. And then there's like a cute little commercial because J- Jack, his name is Jack, reopened the pizza place and Astrid and all of them like worked there as the credits roll. But like, again, we were set up for something that we did not get. I was promised jalapeno poppers and instead I got cold mozzarella sticks. I still ate them. Not cold. But I was disappointed. Dang. She was like, where is the, where's the spice? It's not hitting. It's not, it did not hit. That's, that's it. It wasn't hitting. It did not. It wasn't hitting. I thought it was cute. It was, yeah, but it was, it it didn't. It was a fun time. But it just didn't, it didn't do the thing. Yeah, it didn't do the things. It was, uh, and then, um, okay, now that we finished the plot, let's get on um, how um, Dax 
uh, da- wow, his last name is Lycander. Mm-hmm. Ah, I just <laughs> like like Lycander, like you you get it, werewolf. Yep. Yes. So, uh, Dax's werewolf chances werewolf did not deliver. No. It did, it was giving it was giving very much Michael Jackson thriller tease. Come on, you tell me you see it. Come on, you saw that. Yeah. Want to say anything? But no, we no, we say it. That's what that's what this show is. We say it. But it was and it would just it. I was expecting. I'm sorry. I'm like when it comes to my werewolves. I'm talking about. I want. I want American Werewolf in London. I want the Howling. I want um, what's it called? I want the Silver Bullet. I want um, Werewolf in Fever Swamp. Silver Silver Bullets. If that makes you feel any better. What'd you say? The detective had a pack of silver bullets, if that makes you No, I was referring to the movie. I know. I'm just saying. Oh, but I, okay, okay. But no, I get it. But I'm like, I want a full, I want Ginger Snaps. I want like the full, which I think Ginger Snaps just t- recently turned 20, which yeah. I just cannot believe. Shrek also just turned 20, like last month. And I just, I, what, what, what is, what? what is time what what is it i don't understand but yes um i was expecting like a full-fledged werewolf transformation although i i and i understand this is an indie but i, I really thought that but you know but that's not an excuse right because they had so much money they had so much money look at the lighting look at the cinematography the freaking costumes okay the makeup for all of these ghost people all of them that's the only thing i wanted to get on the makeup for the ghosts and, i thought and that was it's like you had all of this money to make it look nice but you didn't put any money into like anything else because where was your writers, babe? Like where were your editors? What's going on? Game of Thrones season eight. I'm looking at you, doll. What's happening? I'm looking because at you. It's it's basically like so. It, I don't know. It was just he had all of these ideas, and he didn't have anyone to tell him that 83 minutes can't fit all of your ideas <laughs> and that is only yeah an hour and 22 minutes like make another movie <laughs> you could do this again you don't have to do this all at once but they let him do whatever he wanted and here we are um but yeah his werewolf did not deliver because um i was expecting him to i mean i know we know werewolves can uh, uh, transform you know only usually at the full moon but i don't know i thought they were going to tweak that to where he could transform whenever he whenever. wanted yeah, no. you know um that didn't happen um i did like how he he poked fun at that because i wrote that when they were in the police station he's like why don't you just transform right now and break yourself out and then then he looked like he was about to but then he he just scared him and he's like um he said come on man ain't no full moon what's wrong with you guys i love that line that was a good piece of dialogue right there and uh chance's delivery was really good for that but yeah i was like when when we finally saw him as a werewolf he had like press on claw nails and um like color contacts and like the it looked like a mask almost like you know like it was giving it was it was giving the, the the goosebumps mask no, that mask was better. It was better, but it was in the same thing of like something looked like it was just stuck on his face. It looked like it looked like Dax had ran down to the party city. Not to the party city, <laughs> not going back to the party city. Where's the 
It's like he ran to the party city or the spirit Halloween uh, before he arrived on the scene to have this showdown with the witch. Um, And it was disappointing that he didn't kill her. I don't know. Like I said, anticlimactic. Um, I think the whole thing was anticlimactic because I feel like that whole chase scene too and like the junkyard I'm like what is this what are oh, we yeah. what are we but you it is it is an art right an Agatha Christie art to be able to write a murder mystery you just right? love it. <laughs> and and my man's just did not understand what he was doing he didn't understand the assignment Mel no he did not he failed he got an F oh no if this is a creative writing class and my teacher was like write me a murder mystery you fail Oh no. Go home, sir. You do not get a gobstopper today. Please. You get nothing. <laughs> Go. Good day, sir. There, there just wasn't a mystery because my biggest pet peeve of this whole thing is that little Miss Sunshine, our reporter, spent 10 minutes on Google and figured out what was happening. Why couldn't everyone else do that? Not even everyone else. Where were you, Dax? You've been trying to figure this out for 10, 20 years? Where was yo antennas? I'm Did kidding. you ask Jeeves? Like, I don't understand what you have been doing on your moped. Like, what were you doing? You didn't ask Alexa? She was there? I don't know. That's just, I just, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. And I was very disappointed. By- also, can we talk about the uh, anachronistic, like, kind of like, setting or or presentation like i couldn't tell if this was modern day or if it was like the 80s or oh yeah because all the outfits yeah and like the i mean but you i don't know because they have like cell phones and stuff but it was very it was it reminded me of it follows where you couldn't like it seems modern day but you couldn't tell because it like the presentation like yeah like anachronistic yeah yeah I don't know. I mean, all in all, I feel like this is going to be like half baked. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those movies that you go back to if you don't really want to watch. They they said like, it's definitely it's it's definitely watching. a stoner film. Definitely a stoner film. I, f- I don't know, man. I feel like that's disparaging to the stoners. Like they have I'm, taste. I'm, stoners I, have taste. I, I, I I didn't say they didn't. I didn't say people who like slice don't have taste. <laughs> I was just saying that with how like yeah, it's like a they're saying like it's like it's 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 like uh in the same vein as like a stoner comedy like you know like people you know pizza. I get. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't know. The ghost makeup I thought was a nice touch because again that added to the camp of the movie where you could tell someone was a ghost by um how like ashen or ashen, um like at the beginning. I was like, what is wrong with you? And then I realized he was dead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why does he look like that? What's like uh like the red around the eyes yeah. or if they or if they have like wounds, those are still there. Um because uh when when uh I think Jack, the 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 pizza owner, um is it is it Jack? Hold on. Um, yeah, Jack. Yeah, Jack, the manager. When he died, he still had like his uh, burn marks. <laughs> yep, which was hysteric, and his clothes. Yeah, like all 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 burned, and, and part, some parts are like in tatters. So it the movie, I think it did it did camp very well. Uh, like and like the darker or like the black humor that was done uh, very well. Um, but yeah, I just feel like. 
y'all it like if you were drawing from halloween town or if you were having the same vibes if you were throwing us like scooby-doo teas and and what we do in the shadows influence um just just go all the way there like really make this world like uh like like really go there kind of like how um um how shrek 2 did with like far far away and how that was like um um how they they basically uh mashed up hollywood and and our pop culture and fairy tales i'm like y'all could have done y'all could have really built like really made this universe like really cracking if you went there like with uh, the ghost town um there could have been maybe um uh, uh uh like like i said like a werewolf village or um i don't know i just feel like they didn't there was a lot i just realized the central the main character who is sean right because sean is the focal point of the entire story if sean did not die we would not have a story but sean in real life is the director he has to direct the whole movie. If you think about it, he was only in like a handful of scenes because he was busy running around directing everybody else. So I think because of that, that's where the story took a hit because we did not have any reference back to Sean because the fact that his ghost was like walking around. Because <laughs> we're, we're yeah, weren't they trying to find? They were saying if you if you've seen if you see yeah, his ghost, we, so we can bring him in for questioning. Right, and it yeah. would have made more sense to the plot. If it was the girlfriend and his ghost teaming up to find out, yeah, yeah, and why that would have been, that would have been our Scooby Doo banded together situation that we didn't get. But so, but um, something that I'm surprised that you haven't brought up yet is the score, because you know who who composed it. Give me a second. I'm about to look it up. Ah, Mr. Black Panther himself. Uh, and when I say that, I mean he's the same person who did the score for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ludwig uh, Gorenson. Yes, but he I did think. Black Panther. He did Creed. He did Fruitvale Station. He did. Oh, Tenet. he did Venom. Venom. Yeah. Oh, he did do Tenet. Yeah, he does. He yeah, he really big on. I would say hip hop influences. Like I would like uh like synth hip-hop influences mm-hmm. yeah oh but he also freaking produced for chance before yeah. so uh, i think this was very much a like oh snap i, I didn't know he did this is america mm-hmm. wow but that's this, crazy this is very much like my homies helped me do this thing hey i mean if you if your circle is strong but again i think this is a part of one of the reasons why this happened because i feel like your circle has to be strong but it also has to be like because i feel like if this was me right and i came to you with a project that i wanted to write direct and produce you would sit there and be like mel that's great but you can't do all three of those things at the same time right like you just can't <laughs> so i don't i don't you'll not say i don't know yeah, Ludwig is mad talented. Oh, snap. He also does The Mandalorian. But I knew that because I watched the credits. But yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, I liked Slice, but I, I do wish that um, it if they would have taken, if they, they would have been more um, 
they would have fleshed out and like really done more with the um their world building if if it was just too much going on it was too much going on and the main character wasn't involved and i mean cuz again how much world building can you do without losing focus that's the problem with that True. because the farther out you go the more arms you put on this monster like where what are you doing with them where where are they going like it it just it was too much happening it was just too much it just needed some 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 tunnel vision right but that that's why i also think that um if, and I feel like it, Slice could have really worked as a, a fun, like, limited series on Netflix. Like, only, like, five or six episodes. That... But you know what? I'm kind of limited series out. I'm glad that this was just, like, one thing. Because I don't know how many more hour-long episodes I can do. True. It's too, like, it's, there's too much happening. Like, I, I appreciate the fact that this is just, like, a concise, this is it. But there were just, there were too many references going around. And they were, there was... There's just too much because you know that the the detectives was playing on Twin Peaks, and then this whole like <laughs> it, it was uh, yeah. So I it was it it was good. It was like, but I, I do think it could have it could have definitely done more. All right, okay. Well, that was Slice. Um, yeah, that check was it something. out. Oh, um, that, I mean, if, whatever. Feel free to watch it with pizza. I mean, I think that'll heighten the experience. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah, order a pizza, get high, and then watch this movie. <laughs> You'll have a good time. Right. Um. So yeah. All right. Well. Um, so. Any final curls for you or? Uh no. I mean, we're back, 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 back again. So yeah. if you have a a movie you would like us to talk about, hit us up. Let us us know, especially ones, you know, we may have not seen. Like I said, I just saw Death Becomes Over the first time recently. So I'm down to, you know, any suggestions for stuff we, I haven't seen or that you think is like not very well known or maybe that, you know, you really like up or down. I just, you know, we, we like, we like to have a a wide range of things that we review. Also send us shorts. If there are horror shorts out in the ether. Oh, did you see, did you see this one? Um, they, I, they're gonna make it into a freaking uh, um, feature film, but uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, what is it? What was it called? Uh, Don't peek. Don't peek. It's a horror short uh, based on uh, Animal Crossing. Not based on Animal Crossing. What? Yeah, the the new Animal Crossing. Um, oh. New New Horizons. Um, she's playing. She's playing on her Switch, and then like a. A character comes up and it's like, uh, like I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's becoming it's it's becoming a freaking feature film, and I'm gagged because it reminds me so. Yeah, it was really good, but it reminds me it reminds me so much of what happened with Lights Out. Mm. How that was a short film that went freaking viral like this one did and then became a feature film but that i'm but i'm i i'm very happy though for um for uh what is his name for david um f sandberg who was the uh director and you know writer of lights out because 
with that happened, he's he's gone on to do a bunch of big stuff. He's he did he did Lights Out, he did uh, Annabelle Creation, which is one of the best films or entries in the Conjuring universe. Um, he also did freaking Shazam, and he's going to do I think the sequel to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now he's he's yeah he's doing yeah he's doing Shazam. For, dang, we're not getting that until 2023. I'm sad. <laughs> but yeah sometimes he sometimes he takes like stuff from his shorts and he's able to like put them in his movies mm-hmm. so i i think that is awesome to do but yeah i'm I'm excited to see or that's just interesting to me that like so i'm saying like yeah if we ever there is no if when we make a short hopefully it blows up and we can find ourselves you know in a major studio but you just keep saying when like i haven't told you a hundred times if you just write the thing i can make the thing it's not that hard just write the thing i know i'm sorry just waiting on me um but okay so uh, uh like always if you like this episode it was a review i appreciate you five stars so we will see you guys next week and um yeah stay scary Yep, later on, podcast people. <laughs> <laughs>